This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. so silly to think that somehow what you believe or what you hold or what you say or what has been your tradition is better or more important than what God says in his word. You are not an authority. I am not an authority. God's word is the authority. And Jesus says, look, if you want to become a sermon illustration, he stops trying to talk to the Pharisees and scribes. He looks at the crowd. He says, now look, these scribes and Pharisees have sat themselves in Moses' seat. They think, they're, they think they're as inspired as Moses, and they're not. And I'm not as inspired as Moses, and you're not as inspired as Moses, and God's Word is our authority. Let God's Word be true, and every man a liar. You see, if you want to become a sermon illustration, if you want to be the person who we look back and say, Oh, man... They had a chance, but they missed it. Exalt yourself above God's Word. Number two, six ways to become a sermon illustration. Number two, forsake all Bible truth because of a few hypocrites. Now look what the Scripture says here, and I think it's wonderful. Now Jesus is uh, perfectly inspired and, of course, says everything just right. And here's what the Scripture says to us in verse number three. He says, all therefore, whatsoever they bid you observe, that observe and do. But do not ye after their works, for they say and do not. So he's talking about the Pharisees. He says, now they've exalted themselves to Moses' seat. He says, but hold on. Before you throw the baby out with the bathwater, the things they say from God's word, from Moses, hey, what? Obey those. It's true. But don't follow their actions. Now what Jesus warned these, his disciples and the crowd to do it, he says, you're, I know your temptation. Your temptation because the Pharisees have made a point to mention and talk about the first five books of the Bible. Your temptation is going to be because the Pharisees like that, you are going to condemn it. But not everything the Pharisees had to say was all bad and wrong. And I've seen so many people become the sermon illustration because they threw out the Bible, they threw out church, they threw out the principles of God's Word because they happened to run across somebody that they found to be a hypocrite. Now Jesus' warning to all of us is, hey, wait, if you want to become a sermon illustration, if you want to become a sermon illustration, then... You need to be careful because if you forsake all Bible truth because of a hypocrite, you're going to make a big big mess for yourself. Hey, look, don't let some hypocrite keep you from serving the all-faithful, perfect, loving, gracious God. How many of you have ever seen somebody become a sermon illustration because of that? I was thinking about different folks in my days. I'm not very old, but I've lived long enough to watch people become sermon illustrations. You know, I've watched. I remember as a kid going through school. I remember a boy that had a lot of potential. He was bright. He was strong and he was athletic. 
But you know where he is today? In prison for murder. He became the sermon illustration. Something happened. There was an, there, there was an opportunity. When I remember the opportunity when things could have been great. But he became a sermon illustration. I've watched churches. As I was, when I was in college traveling and singing, I was in 150 different churches in three summers. What an education. It was wonderful. And I've been in churches, and I've seen their opportunity, but I've watched the opportunity fade away because of this, that, or that. Their sermon illustration. I've watched families, seasons when things were had such great potential, but they've neglected the truth. And now they're a sermon illustration. So I don't want to be a sermon illustration. And I've met a lot of people who've become a sermon illustration because they've rejected all of God's Word because somewhere along the way, someone who identified with God's Word in the church offended them with their hypocrisy. And they threw it all out. Oh, my. Be warned, church people, on Wednesday night. You represent God's Word. You represent God's church. You represent truth. And the way you act as an identifier with the church and God's Word, it makes a difference in people's lives. And don't become a hypocrite. You see, if you are going to prevent from being a sermon illustration... Do not put yourself in authority over God's Word. Number two, do not forsake all Bible truth because of a few hypocrites. Number three is very simple. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't be a hypocrite. Now, here's what the Bible says. It says it really plain. In verse number three, All therefore whatsoever they bid you observe, that observe and do. But do not ye after their works. For they say and do not. What a clear uh, definition of a hypocrite. Do not ye after their works. How many of you have ever said this? Do as I say, not as I do. Don't say that. More importantly than don't say it, don't be that. It's awful. I'll tell you, as I've studied this passage of Scripture, there's a lot of practical parenting things that have come up. Do not ever say that to your kids. Do as I say, not as I do. Because I'm going to guarantee you something. If you say it and don't do it, your children are going to take that point and it's going to become a point of contention and bitterness in their heart. Your children and grandchildren need to see what's out coming out of your mouth and what's being done with your hands are the same. Someone said it like this. Your talk talks and your walk talks. But your talk but your walk talks louder than your talk talks. Does that make sense? Your talk talks and your walk talks, but your walk talks louder than your talk talks. Do you understand? I don't think I can say it again, so I'm not going to try. But the bottom line is the Pharisees were saying one thing and doing something different. And you know what? They became a sermon illustration. I've met dads. I know of a sermon illustration right now. A dad 
who preached the right message to his children all growing up, but never lived it. You know what it promoted? Bitterness, rebellion, heartbreak. See, if you want to become a sermon illustration, then be a hypocrite. Be a hypocrite. The honest truth is, if we would do business in our hearts with God, all of us have a hint of hypocrisy. And you know what I'm praying? I'm asking God to take all the hypocrisy out of Cody Sturgill and make me his faithful, humble servant. Because I don't want to be a sermon illustration. I want to say what is right. And I want it to be reflected as I do what is right with the Lord's help and an obedience to my great God and King. You see, the third way to become a sermon illustration is to be a hypocrite. Number four, be a religious lawmaker. Here's what the Bible says in verse number four. I like this passage. It's fascinating to me. And Jesus is describing the Pharisees. He says, They bind heavy burdens and grievous to be borne and lay them on men's shoulders. But they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. Now, how did Jesus perfectly describe what the Pharisees were doing? The Pharisees, they were lawmakers. They were lawmakers. So they made laws. Whether they need to be made or not, they made laws. And they took and they would interpret laws and they would add things and just made a mess for people. And Jesus said, here's what they do. They bind heavy burdens. They take a whole sack of taters and they set it on men's shoulders and say, you have to carry this around. They make laws. And they hurt people. And they did it in the name of religion. They said, hey, look, you can only take so many steps. Hey, look, ladies, no mirrors for you on the Sabbath. Hey, listen, do not drag your chair. That was one of them. I thought that was kind of fascinating. It was against the, the law of the Talmud for you to drag your chair. If you wanted to sit down at the table, you had to pick, carefully pick your chair up. You couldn't pick it up too high because you'd be breaking the law. But you had to pick up your chair carefully and back it up because it was illegal to drag your chair, according to these lawmaking Pharisees, because there was the potential that you would make a furrow with the leg of the chair, and that would be breaking the law. Uh, Jesus said about these people, they, they've made this thing so confusing and so cumbersome and burdensome that all they've done is they've added stuff to people and hurt them. They've weighted down people who need truth with their laws and their rules. Some parents make this mistake. Some parents have the idea that if I'm going to be a good parent, then I've got to be a lawmaker. That means I've got to make rules. And they make rules for their children because they feel like they have an obligation to make rules for their children. But the rules don't make sense. And if God's blessed you with a child with a pea brain, when they see rules that don't make sense, it breeds rebellion. And by the way, if I make up a bunch of rules that the Choi Baptist Church needs to adhere to just because that's what I want to do and I feel like I'm obligated to tell you what to do and what not to do, then guess what we produce as a church? Rebellious 
so-called Christians, either rebellious Christians or bitter, broken, burdened-down Christians. And that's never Jesus' intention. Jesus' intention is to set you free. Jesus' intention is to give you the opportunity to live with a clear conscience and have peace with God and rest in His love and forgiveness and mercy. Sure, we are to adhere to His truth. We don't have to live in fear of a loving Father. We glory in the presence of our God because He loves us. But these were lawmakers. I'd like to preach from this passage of Scripture to our senators and legislatures. Sometimes I think they make laws just because they feel like they ought to make a law. I'm a lawmaker. I ought to make laws. Whether we need a law or not, I'm for taking a few laws away. Laws. Now here's what they were doing. They were religious people. And they thought, if I'm going to be a religious ruler, then I need to put the people under my authority. Hey, look, if you want to become a sermon illustration... Be a religious lawmaker. And you'll make bitterness and you'll become a sermon because you'll lose your children, you'll lose your family. You'll lose your standing and influence with people. Number five, use your religion for self-promotion, power, and praise. Here's what Jesus said. He says, here's what these Pharisees and scribes have done. He says in verse number Five, all their works they do for to be seen of men. Why were they coming to church? Why were they being religious? Because they wanted to be seen of men. It was a way to have prominence in society. It's a way to have popularity. And so Jesus says, look, all their works they do to be seen of men. I'll just have you know something. Jesus did not overstate it when he said all their works. All their works they do for to be seen of men. He says, they make broad their phylacteries and enlarge the borders of their garments. You know what a phylactery is? A phylactery is a little black box. Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.